breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Welcome. Hey, Herman. How are you today, buddy? What is this? You know, it's. I started laughing when I read your note about Trump is going to put together a press charter and it might be called the zoo plane well the zoo plane <laughs> is the nickname for the press charter in past presidential campaigns so did they have a separate plane for the press for yeah in when okay. you get to the the point of being the nominee usually right. there's a plane that goes along with you that has the press and a bunch of others on it uh oftentimes in the big campaigns yeah. they will have two planes one for the candidate and his staff and major reporters and then the other one for all the technical people the in staff right. uh, cameramen etc and that is often called the zoo plane why, and why do you think that herman because <laughs> it's a zoo because there's lots of stuff going on <laughs> a lot in there, of like stuff going on the guys who surfboard down on a tray down the aisle oh, as gosh. the plane takes off and things like that so uh, wow. it is this week as trump he's having a news conference right now in new york but then he's going out to california right this will be the first time that trump has put together a charter for the news media and so they don't you know before it was every news organization for themselves where was trump going to be and they had to figure it out now for this week at least they'll have people flying along with trump in california so people were getting to where he was going to be best they could on commercial flights and stuff yep. like that in fact uh, i spoke with a number of the uh, the network correspondents over the the few months i was on the trail and what a lot of the nets did was this herman they had two reporters covering trump so one would go to city a and then another would jump forward here and they'd get him over there and somebody else would pick him up here so they did not have the same people with trump all of the time I well see. now they would much rather have it that way. And here's another thing about the press charters, though, that is important to know for the news media and for everybody else. We pay. It's not like right. it's free or anything. Yes. And the usual cost is one and a half times first class for the plane fare. Right. And the thing is, is the fewer reporters that sign up, the more expensive it gets. Because obviously, uh, the candidate does not want to bear that cost. Right. So... I think of all the, as I think back, let me see, I think only Rubio at one point had a plane, uh, and that was in uh, to take people from New Hampshire to South Carolina uh, that they did for the press. But other than that, this will be the next stop, uh, Donald Trump with one as well. So will he be still flying on his own personal assume, plane? Yeah. yeah, I would and think so, And then there would yeah. be a press charter, charter that would carry the press and then they month. could figure out how yeah. much it costs you know separate from him right. and go from there so again the news media does get charged for it it is not free it's interesting because when jack kemp was the vice presidential nominee bob Doyle was running for president and i was an advisor to jack kemp they had kemp and all of his staff and the press on one great big airplane they didn't have a separate one following the vice president around. Well, that would be because the FEEP would not have as many people with gotcha. him. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. so exactly. But uh, that that is normal, I think, for the VP candidate. But for the big guy, the person running for president, yes. uh, you're going to have a lot more people on board. Now, look, Trump has done just about everything different. And so I don't know whether this means that they're going to have a charter all the time. I guess it depends on whether we behave or not. Well, I can recall when Obama was running for president the first time, he didn't like the way a particular reporter wrote a story and kicked him off the plane and th that sort of thing. But well, uh, and there is that uh, there is that worry. I mean, um, 
Uh, I, I, I think that there are a number of instances, and it can be in both parties, where you might not go as hard against the candidate because you are worried about retribution. We have seen the Trump people, if he is mad at a, at a reporter, the, the credentials are denied, they are not allowed into news events and more. So I'll be interested to see where we go on that in the months ahead. How big is this charter plane? Do you know? No, I don't know. Okay. It'll depend on how many people say yes and are willing to pay. And then but the I would campaign think it'd be a would, regular sized plane. Yeah, the campaign would pick up the remainder after they pay that one and a half time first class thing. Yeah, okay. or they jack it up even more. Yes, got you covered. Now, Trump University is in the news, and the judge that's handling the case, you said that uh, Trump has uh, been on the attack of this judge. Yeah, on Friday, and I put a blog up about this yesterday, on Friday, Trump went after the federal judge directly, Herman, at one of his rallies, naming him, calling him out everything, and saying that he was biased against him. Um, you know, I mean, Trump has run an unorthodox race so far, obviously. I'm sure that if we go back in history, we will find some other presidential candidate that, that weighs in against a federal judge, but it's not usually a standard procedure. So this judge on Friday said, well, Trump has now become a, a public figure to the point that he is you know, very well known. So there is no reason why the documents in this case should be held under seal. So this judge ordered their release. Trump lit into him not only uh, at the rally, uh, but yesterday on Twitter as well. I, when I saw that, my question, why would they release all and unseal it and all of that stuff just to add more confusion and add more uh, opportunities for people to pick something out that they're going to make an issue out well, of? Well, and, and obviously the Trump people say the judge is biased against him, and that's one reason why they think he's doing it. And so, uh, again, uh, I just look at it. You can make up your own mind on that part. But, I mean, Donald Trump has made it very clear it doesn't matter who is in his way. He is going to call them out and say something about it. Uh, it is not normal for a candidate to be after a federal judge. Uh, we will say that. It uh, doesn't mean it's wrong or anything or right. Uh, but it is different. And Trump was after him yesterday as well. To quote Greta Van Susteren. If you get in his way, he will nuke you. Yes, yes, <laughs> this that's judge, absolutely true. If he feels as if the judge is being unfair, what what are you hearing about the the flap or the criticism he made of Governor Martinez Martinez out in New New Mexico, and he went after her, and that also ruffled the feathers of some Republicans, especially since she's isn't she the head of the Republican Governors so, so, Association? Yeah. You know, again, Donald Trump does not, uh, you know, sort of back off on anything or anyone. When he was in New Mexico last week, he went after the governor, who is very well regarded, has a lot of support. She's a Republican. But I think it's a reminder that even now, when Trump has the nomination, obviously, it doesn't matter to him that someone might have an R after their name and might be a popular person within the party. If he doesn't like them or if he is irked with them for not being on board with them, he's going to let them know and he's going to hang them out to dry. So, I mean, this is fascinating because we have never <laughs> seen anyone like this before who will go after a federal judge, who will go after past nominees, who will go after current governors in his own party. Now, yes. We're not talking about the other party, in his own party. So, uh, I would say this, Herman, I don't think it's the last we've seen of this from Trump. <laughs> Man, just when you thought that it couldn't get any more unusual 
It it does. It continues yes. to get more unusual. Well, I was encouraged with Mitch McConnell's comment that we played earlier about, look, you can't insult the voters if the voters are spoken. You know, he has now taken the lead in terms of saying we need to get behind our our nominee. And I think that is a good sign. And, and again, uh, uh, from what we see here, D.C., there are, yes, there are a lot of people who are uh, getting on the bandwagon for Trump, but there are some still who are refusing to. Yes. And I think you will drag their feet. Now, again, will it be different in, say, October for them as opposed to now? Uh, that is the big unknown. You know, Herman, the one thing I've also been looking at in a lot of the polling is how many people are still undecided. Either they, either they don't like their options or they really don't know who to pick. And I think those numbers to me are very, very important. Well, as I did a commentary, uh, someone pointed out to not vote is the third evil. If you're, they're worried about voting for the lesser two evils. What do, what do you feel about this Bill Crystal? push that he continues trying to recruit a third-party candidate? Well, I mean, at this point in time, it certainly does not seem like that there is that kind of candidate out there right. that will take on Trump. So then you have to sort of think back and say, okay, well, what is Crystal trying to do here in his argument against Trump? Is he going to really bring anything here, or is he just going to stay after Trump for months? And, you know, I think right now that that's the big unknown with this at this point in time, that you just don't know where the never Trump people are going. Will they actually rally around maybe another party or get someone who will run later? I mean, it's too late to get an independent going. And frankly, right. at this point, it would be someone that would undercut Trump more than anything else. What about actually getting on some ballots? Is it too well, late to do that? I think in I think Texas it already is. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so, I mean, at this point in time, if you are going to draft someone else, it just seems, Herman, like that's an effort to undercut Trump more than anything else. And I noticed that Hillary Clinton's delegate count increased over the weekend without her doing anything which means these i mean Super that was delegates no, she just she, yep. they just keep going up well i i mean look <laughs> there is uh, i hate to break it to the sanders people but yep. really there is no way they can win yes exactly theoretically yes they could yeah but it's not going to happen again the uh Remember, eight years ago, we were in the exact situation, except that Obama was winning and Clinton was losing. She still won in California, and it didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. I don't think it will. Were you able to determine uh, the dust-up at a Bernie Sanders rally? Somebody was demonstrating, and the Secret Service had to come into action as to, was somebody upset with Bernie? Were they a, were they a supporter of another campaign? Were you, you know, able I don't, to determine? I, I was not able to figure that out. I, I know I had to laugh, though, when I saw Bernie at the Warriors game last night, the NBA game, thinking, um, hmm, how did he get those good tickets? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know he had to get them at the last minute. Because yeah, I don't think they were at Will Call or anything, most likely, yes. Unbelievable, but like you said... I just don't get it where the Democrats are still putting on this show that there's a real election going on when, uh, you know, there's no path to victory for him. Well, again, eight years ago, we were doing much the same. Yeah. And then after that, there were a lot of people who said they'll never get back together. And yet Clinton and Obama and the Democrats did. So I'm a little skeptical that this time is going to be the time that they're pulled apart. But we'll have to wait and see. All righty. Thanks a lot, J See you, Jamie. Honey.
You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.